Hey everybody, we're back with another first round movie tonight. We saw Christopher Nolan's uh, war epic, uh, I guess you'd call it drama, uh, Dunkirk. Jim, uh, what'd you think of it? Uh, who? Well, it's a good war movie. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, hmm, I struggle to call this a war movie. Like it takes it. It's definitely we'll the subject a, a, a is war, film. but no, it. It feels more like gravity to me, honestly, mm. like in a disaster film. Kind of. It feels more like these people just in extreme circumstance that are you're trying to get them out of. Like I war movie usually to me entails a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. This really doesn't have a ton of fighting. Hmm. And I I mean it it certainly takes place around a war. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of the war, but uh, I mean, this isn't the kind of movie you come out ten minutes later, uh, talk about. Like, uh, I'm almost resentful that I have to try. Like, Ebert didn't have this shit. He didn't walk out of a movie theater and someone stick a microphone in his face ten minutes later. <laughs> That's true. He had he had time presumably to compose his thoughts and mm-hmm. think about it. Um, I mean, it's it's a great film. It made me. Uh, it, it's harrowing. Um, it's uh. It's it's really unflinching, um, and 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 it shows and showing some of the best and worst of humanity. Um, I, I I found my heart swelling with secondhand patriotism. Two mm-hmm. three sizes too big toward towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know it's um, it's it's a uh, Christopher Nolan is just um, I don't know. I like I said I'm I'm really having trouble really having trouble saying anything <laughs> other than. It's uh it's an excellent movie and it's 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 a very arresting movie. I think this is the first uh this is the first kind of reaction I've had like this where it's like it's undeniably a great movie, but like as far as breaking down the details and you know going beat by beat and you know it's it's just you know it couldn't be more different than fucking Spider Man. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to kind of talk about it in non spoilery terms for very long. It's not um, as blo- okay. I mean, there's a couple things. It's not as bloody as I thought it would be, right? Because there's not a lot of fighting, like I said. There's not. I mean, it's not that there's not a lot of fighting. It's a lot of fighting is like shipped to, to yeah. aircraft, aircraft to aircraft, aircraft to ground. I mean, whereas I, I felt like early in the movie there is a you know this isn't this isn't a spoiler, uh, but the poor men on the beach of Dunkirk get the shit bombed out of them by right. by Nazis. Uh, and there's one scene early on where from one of the, you know, we, you follow a half dozen men throughout this, 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 um, you know, retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scene where the, 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 the ME 101, I guess, um, is dropping bombs on this line of dudes. And, um, there's like one guy in the foreground that gets exploded. And like, I feel like in, uh, a Steven Spielberg film, you would have like just seen, like body parts raining and he'd just blow apart like this saving private Ryan. Like in this movie, he just is gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, pfft, you see him, uh, you see his body exit the frame and this, you like, there's, there's very little, very little blood. There's more oil than blood in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not to say it's not violent. It's extremely violent. And yeah. it, it, the, the first two thirds of this movie is just a pressure cooker. That's almost oppressive. Yeah. It's and, gravity and, like... and designed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, I, I figured that uh, what's her face would make it out of gravity, uh-huh. like 
I, I was I and I, I honestly you know I exposed my ignorance to Dunkirk because when I first saw the the teaser for it I thought it was a World War One film. So mm-hmm. like I don't I and I and I decided like you know people are like oh you fucking idiot it's it's World War Two it's this famous uh, you know kind of last stand to to get these people evacuated and I'm like okay well since I'm going into this blind I'm just going to continue to go in blind so I honestly didn't know like I, mm-hmm. um, on in the first act on the table was like all three hundred thousand these guys is getting obliterated mm-hmm. and you know what would that then but so I was yeah I was I was really. Um, I, I thought the first half uh, – the whole movie kind of shook me up. I, I'm still kind of fucked up, <laughs> Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. Uh, I don't know. I think they they do a really good job setting it up. And some, I, some, Sometimes empathy is a bitch is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like I just can't help but put myself in everyone's place and it's just like, shit, fuck. No, fuck all this. Yeah, like, sure. Um, so anyway, what are you going to say? <laughs> I feel like they do a really good job setting up the scenario so that even people who don't know anything about Dunkirk uh, can kind of get into – into the the scenario yeah. right away yeah and i count myself among those i know nothing about Dunkirk. and that's the thing like it, going it, in is, is this is this uh was this going to hold up to historical scrutiny is it supposed to like right. why why did nolan feel like he needed to make this film at this date mm-hmm. at this juncture in in time like what and, and, he's and, trying and, to outdo stanley kubrick i don't know if it's gonna work man <laughs> um <laughs> do you did you anything about like why he chose this as a no, subject or i have no idea um I mean, it's like it felt a lot like um, a more visceral version of listening to Dan Carlin's uh, Countdown to Armageddon. Yeah, if he had done like a Dunkirk. Right, uh, right. Where it's just like how, you, you know, you have these in, you, you have these individual human beings that are in the fucking jaws of this threshing machine. Mm-hmm. And it's completely and, and it, it's so you, you talk about like it's an unusual war film because most war films are, are films of volition like men are storming off a boat into gunfire and men are yeah. saving other men and men are charging into the jungle this is almost like a a war film about enduring like what is it like mm-hmm. to be packed 12 dudes deep a, along a mile pier and to see dive bombers coming and know that there's nothing you can do mm-hmm. it's, it's a flip of the coin about whether you're going to live or die in this here moment and that is a uh, that that's um, a, a different t- I guess a different glimpse of, of of war a different type of war film that I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah, it is somewhat unique. Um, I don't. I, I want to talk more about this, but I feel like it's all going to get pretty spoilery. Pretty yeah, quickly. and I just like I said, I don't you know I, I don't even know I don't know how much I'm going to have to say in the spoiler section to be honest, but um, okay. uh, it's it's it's. Uh, it's something else. It's something else. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely you should go see it. Um, I wonder the theater cause, was cause, pretty packed, which was yes, nice to see. yes, it was. It was yeah. a you know a, a kind of a capacity show. I um, I don't know. I wonder what is it is it is it a different effect to watch this as a a a British person? Oh, I imagine it has to be because like yeah. I was just completely and I don't know like I've I've never really thought about this but like what's it like to be an Eng, an Englishman to and watch like Saving Private Ryan or Platoon or right you know um I I, I just that that's one of the things I was wondering like what what uh, you, and that's the other thing is like I've I how many American films have been have, have there been made about British Oh, that's like, a good question. War, war I mean, was I that uh, what was that one? I don't see a lot of them. Was that one of Michael Caine uh, Zulu? Like oh, Zulu, yeah, that yeah. was that's had to uh-huh. be an English film, right? Probably. Um, 
so I don't know. Is Christopher Nolan English? Is he, he's American, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't, uh, it's um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a great film. We should move on. So maybe we should get over the trailers. Um, we started off with what I think looks like an awesome movie. I'm super excited about it. Blade Runner 2049. Yes. I, I can't remember if you talked about this one last time, if no, you saw the trailer. Okay. I've never seen this trailer before. I know it came out, but I'm not, like, unless it's, like, a, a, a superhero movie or something like that or a Star Wars movie, I very rarely watch it on YouTube because yeah. I know I'm going to see these things a billion times in a the theater because I'm seeing movies all the time anyway. Yep. So, like, I, and I, I prefer to see it on a big screen. And, and also... It's it's the best way to avoid spoilers. Just stay off the sites and um, but <laughs> right. but yeah, I thought I thought that it was incredible. I had no idea Ryan Gosling was in it. Uh, neither did I. Um, I had no idea Robin Wright was in it mm-hmm. as some kind of a uh, future leader. Uh, yeah, you've got a whole bunch of big stars, uh, people I really enjoy watching in a movie that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it looks like a million bucks. I, <laughs> at one point, I saw. The Atari logo on the side of a building, Did which you? I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. If we're going full 80s dystopia, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I mean, the um, it did the film, I mean, I, I don't know how many times you've seen Blade Runner, but it's got a, a very few. distinctive future kind of feel, yeah. and it's it, it this does feel like it is of a piece with that. Very much so, yeah. Um, um, I, I guess, my, my guess, because, you, you know, there's like a controversy about whether Deckard himself was a, a replicant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that Ridley Scott has a definitive opinion on that, and oh, it yeah? seems like he's running with it because, like, from what I gather, the trailer is like, yes, that Harrison Ford has been a replicant and he's been off in some kind of wasteland hiding out from people like himself, the, the wasteland the of California, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but you know, so so it's like, there's, I I don't know, because I always felt that was kind of, I don't know, I not to argue with uh the, the fucking gentleman about his own film, but mm-hmm. I always thought that. Uh, I don't know. I, I never liked the fact that he waded in and said, "Oh no, no, you guys have all been you guys have been fucking around, uh, thinking the wrong thing about movie." He's definitely a robot, um, but that's, <laughs> that's just, so. I, I don't know. Like, it, it looks great. I'm very interested in it. Um, certainly, looks like a first run bald movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, There's a, another one called Logan Lucky, which I know you talked about. That's the one previously. I talked about with with uh, Magic Mike, Kylo yeah. Ren, and James Bond. What did you make? I mean, did you do you see what I, I was saying about it? Like, it's really weird. It is. Yeah, I don't know about this one. <laughs> like, I, I get Daniel Craig needs to do something after James Bond to say, "Hey, I'm not just James Bond right. to us Americans." Uh, but I don't know about this. This was a real weird looking one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I, maybe it could be good, but my, my, it's a comedy. We're probably not going to see it. Not only that, it's like a I don't know. It's like a caper. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's like it does feel like a redneck Ocean's Eleven. It does, but that's as elevator pitches go. That's me hitting the button to keep keep going up. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not staying on this floor. Another uh, one that I'm not 100 percent sold on, but it looked like it could be cool. Which I, I'm going to say. Maybe a worse name than the Bye Bye Man, which was, was my like contender for the year of worst movie name. Uh, the Snowman. The Snowman. Snowman is a pretty bad name, but it looks like it might be a cool movie. I don't know. <sighs> I can't tell. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's one of these bone collector style right. with with Michael Fassbender in the uh, you know in in the the the, the head police investigator role. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just such a silly concept, a guy dismembering women and building snowmen out of them. Snow women. <laughs> right. Sorry. It, it's ridiculous. I, I do like that 
I assume it takes place in like Alaska or something, right? Maybe somewhere obviously super cold. It, it, it looks like a really fucked up acid trip Fargo because yeah, yeah. it's got all yeah. that you know snow. I don't. I don't know. It's the only place a, a killer like the snowman could possibly do his deeds. Spoiler: It's it actually takes place in Miami. Right. <laughs> you don't you don't get the snowman in Miami. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Looks kind of cool. I, it, it, is it cool or is it almost like it almost looks like one of those movies that's in so bad it might be good. Uh, I don't know. I think it's borderline good bad. I mean, like, the opening, the opening of the trailer. I like those kind of things, though. I'm not, I'm okay. not looking for like the highest art form in my horror. Sure, sure. I want some cool kills. I want some some good moments. That's it. I just was like, you know, the opening scene where this guy stalk, like stalks a woman. He throw, hits her with a snowball. Uh huh. Like that just feels like. It, it felt it like I was watching the parody version, you know, like epic movie, like the snowman, but like like yeah. as a response to the snowman who was would try to take itself seriously. But mm-hmm. like that scene, I'm like, who the fuck throws a snowball? Yeah, and then it got seemingly a lot more serious mm-hmm. throughout the thing. Like Fassbender's doing his thing. I don't know. Uh, what'd you make of Only the Brave about the fire jumpers? Uh, oh, I I just assumed I missed the title card. I assumed that was called Hot Shots because they said Hot Shots like five hundred times in that trailer. Mm, I missed the title card too. I had to d- d- frantically read it from the things <laughs> flashing by at the end. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I, think I, I think it's What's... Only the Brave. It opens with a bear on fire. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, it's Josh Brolin, CG bear, obviously. It's, it's, it's Josh Brolin playing, you know, the I, – I don't know what the setup is. A small town been trying to get, fire, like, certified hotshot fire jumpers and yeah. some bullshit federal regulation says they're not good enough and then fire comes there. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of like a little – like, I'm more interested in than the Oil Derrick movie, which I guess that came out and it must have been like a wet turd because – or wet fart. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, mad, or most not turd, mad turd, I, Marky Mark. You don't want dry turds. No, well, I don't want wet, wet ones either. What really? No, I what, really just, just want to avoid you're looking, turds at all costs. You're, you're looking. You're, oh, I'm talking about when they're coming out, like when they're inevitable. Oh, oh, okay. Like when you're packed yeah. shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of men. Sure. Do you want them wet or do you want them dry? Uh, it's a wet. For, I, I, I don't know. Like it's this so many men. Too much of like Kevin Costner training a bunch of yeah. boys to run real fast. Yeah. I watched that movie on a plane. Yeah, we'll see. Because I've always thought this on a plane. I've always thought that it's an interesting. I, I think this is a worthy subject to do a movie on. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if this is that movie. Um, but uh, then I think that's it. Because there's a there's a Star Wars trailer we've seen a million and times there's before. it and it uh, we, we talked about a million times. Kingsman we've, we've Kingsman, talked about all this. talked about a million times. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever see? Have you seen the first King, Kingsman yet? No. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. That's it for the trailers. Yeah. Um, so we actually will be back next week for Atomic Blonde. We will. Uh, hopefully I'll have recovered from my my war movie trauma yeah. by then. So I can, like, you know, because it's going to... Yeah, the other thing is, like, every single time I watch a serious war film, I get jaded about violence, hmm. which doesn't bode well for Game of Thrones or Atomic Blonde, or it's like, woohoo, look at people dying. It's so fun. It's so cool. Oh boy! This like you know, what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, in three days I want to get to watch goddamn medieval warfare, and it's going to be fun. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. You. Uh, so th- this is the time where we tell everybody that's not a club member that unfortunately 
uh, your ride uh, ends here. And uh, uh, but we encourage you to join. In fact, we're having a sale right now on our memberships uh, for Game of Thrones. Um, if you go there and use the GOT twenty seventeen at checkout, you can save twenty five percent on a yearly membership. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you got to be a club member to get our spoiler field takes of the movies. And, you know, this is one of the, the club features. We, we do the spoiler fee free review and the upcoming movies for free. And we do the spoiler filled stuff, uh, for, for money. That's, True. that's how it works. Yeah. Um, got to. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to do that now. 